Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. Welcome to the Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. You fucked it up. You fucked Go ahead, it up. Paul. Paul, do it. Do your stupid catchphrase. Hello. <laughs> hey, why are we live on YouTube? We shouldn't be. I'm Anyways, <laughs> what's up, everybody? It's uh, it's it's Babcast, and we're here to do it yet again. Paul hates that name. I I hated it too, but I'm starting to love Babcast now. Um, before we get into that. We've got uh, we've got Chandler with Island uh, Time Photography. It's going to be an awesome episode. We got a little housekeeping, um, so let's get to that first. First things first. I want to thank everybody who came out to the end of the year kegger show. That was <laughs> there were so many highs and lows of that show. Uh, it was just all me highs. It was all highs. Watching you fiddle fart and fumble your drink into your lap that was fuck. just classicness i mean we're a minute and 25 seconds in and i want a big fuck you to wild bill fishing for that's the clip that he decided <laughs> to promote is when i lost a half a cup of bourbon into my lap and what's really funny is i came to bed that night one i fell at least four times getting upstairs <laughs> and into bed and amanda rolls over and she's just like you smell like bourbon. I'm like, oh yeah, I had a little bit of bourbon. And she instantly, I think she had a sixth sense. She put her hand uh, underneath the covers and goes, why is your crotch wet? And why does my hand smell like bourbon? And I was like, oh, it's a long show. <laughs> why, why, you didn't change out of them wet ass bourbon soaked panties into some clean dry drawers? Dude, I, I'm telling you, I fell four times trying to I fell twice going up the stairs. I fell once going out for uh, libations, and then I fell again going in from the libations. It was, it was a great time though, and I want to thank everybody who came out. Uh, I know we had some issues with trying to find time for people. We're going to uh, work on formatting it a little bit better. Uh, I say that, <laughs> but I we probably won't. It'll be a shit show the next time we do it because that's how we do it. Uh, the other piece. Uh, of housekeeping is um stickers stickers are for sale uh shout out to hands-on adventures he literally hit me up 30 minutes ago and he said hey man it's the new year how do i get those stickers so um what you need to do is you can hit me up on the socials whether it's tiktok or instagram or the bass and brews email we do venmo and paypal three dollars of stickers we've got the uh traditional logo 
We've got the exploded head logo. And then the, if you want the Swamp Rat ones, we have those as well. They're $3 a pop. You can hit us up there and we'll send them out in the mail. Paul, you got anything? I went TikTok live again today. It was wonderful. Oh my God. You're the worst. I, I've been seeing I've been seeing all these people just sit on TikTok live eating food. And I'm like, my fat ass can do that. So I did it. Hey, collard greens, pickle spares, and bread and butter chips. Pickle chips. I uh wonderful. You know what yeah. I didn't do today? Fish? Yep, I didn't go fishing. I I didn't lose a jackfish and I did not catch bass. I, hey, I went fishing today and I slammed it, so uh, that's better than your day. So I don't want to hear about it. And I think that really plays in well. Uh, if you guys don't know, you guys can call area code 609-837-9394 and leave a voicemail for us uh, on our voicemail line there. But we got one today. We're going to play it here live. And uh, whoever this caller was, I'm with them because uh, the people have spoken. They're tired of the hate that you give me, Paul. A biggie, yeah. Um, hiya. Get it. This the best and Bruce. A biggie, yeah. Um, hiya. Get it. This the best and Bruce. Highline. This is um hi, uh, Mike Crabtree. Um, the longtime listener, big fan. Um, uh, listen, what's up with chatterbaits? They don't really like chatter, you know. It's more like a click, 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 click. I, I wouldn't call that a chatter. Um, and also, I'm not really a good fisherman. Um, I've been. Listening to my cousin, uh, Dave, uh, he, he gave me some solid advice, you know, find the grassiest part of the, the pond and throw your whopper plopper. Um, I have got no success on that, though. Uh, to the point, I'm ready to snap my rods and throw them in the water and say, fuck it. Um, but if you say I should keep at it, then I will keep at it, okay? Uh, I just need some more uh, advice, if, if you could. Uh, long-time listener, like I said, I love you guys. Um, uh, Paul, I'm sorry. Uh, you're, you're rude to Alex. That's a nice, just not nice. Um, you're a funny guy until you cook on his height, you dickhead. Okay, bye. Listen, uh, <laughs> the people have spoken. Also, uh, you're absolutely right. I probably shouldn't have had his phone number up there, but, uh, so if you want to know who said that, you can uh, bounce on to the YouTube page and see it live. <laughs> That's all the announcements. We've got Chandler with Island Time Photography. Chandler, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Wonderfully wonderful. I can't complain. It's been a very warm day here on the beach amidst the, uh, the freezing weather we just had. I think it's coming back. Who knows? It's North Carolina. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I, I it's not supposed to be like it was a week and a half ago, though, where it was in the the teens and the nine and ten degrees one morning. Is that what you guys had? I think the lowest we saw was 17, 16 degrees. Yeah, it was nine degrees one morning. I took the dogs out for a walk in my shorts and T-shirt and no shoes. It was wonderful. I felt so refreshed <laughs> afterwards. Are you a fan of the cold weather? Yeah, much more than the hot weather one because I'm fat, and two, I grew up in the south, and you know, it's hot, hot weather. And you, know, you only take so much off, and it's still hot. You're you're right. For me, I've always felt it as I can never put enough on. I'm always I'm a cold bitch right now. 
and it's just cold. But once the summertime comes around, I don't care. Like I'm warm. My fingertips aren't dead and frozen, but I'm still going to bitch about it's being hot outside because by the end of the workday, I'm out taking pictures of the houses. I'm out in the heat. And then I may have a session after work. So I am just double sweaty by the time I'm done. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? At least I'm not freezing my, my dick off, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Look, you guys I don't like, know. I like, hold on, hold on. Let me, damn it. Don't cut me <laughs> off. I love it when my feet and fingertips get so cold I can't feel them. <sighs> that, that's the best. I mean, that that right there is it lets you know you're alive and everything's working all right. No. It, no. it concerns me sometimes. Are they working right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, just just put them up under yep, your armpits. That's exactly what I do. Yep. And People are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, warming up my fingers, dude. <laughs> Wasn't what that an old doing? SNL skit? Wasn't that an old SNL shit. skit? Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> Was that Sherry O'Terry who used to do the... So. Shoves them underneath? <laughs> yeah, and it smells them. Yeah, that was Sherry O'Terry. I can't remember the, the, the character that she played, but that's Sherry O'Terry. It was a superstar, uh. right? She was a superstar. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyways... If I can do the proper podcast uh, segue now, Paul, if that's okay with you. A nice seamless segue. Uh, Speaking of superstars, we've got Chandler from Island Time Photography. Uh, We found her through TikTok. Amazing photos. Uh, She does have, uh, I mean, she's on the beach, so it's outdoors, but also has a connection to commercial fishing. Awesome. I mean, we're just stoked to have you on. Uh, It's going to be a good time. I'm stoked to be here. So Paul, where's your 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 whole get them up on like uh all right here's the Paul thing I've been working on it. Y'all look. So let's say Chandler, tell us how you got to be on this show right now. Here's Drew when he we need the the hand clapping button now. (laughs) Drew needs to come produce this since he has the mixing board to make hand claps because that was good, except you said lick instead of look. (laughs) Lick. (laughs) (laughs) Look. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, tell us about yourself. Tell, tell our I, uh, uh, listeners about yourself. Well, I grew up on the Outer Banks of the North Carolina. I've been here for almost 27 years. So Chandler, uh, how accurate is the TV show, The Outer Banks, to growing up on the Outer Banks? I, some people may hate me for this one, but I personally have not watched the show. I have like a personal boycott with the show. (laughs) And I have, and it's only because it's brought in that demographic of people who believe what they're seeing. And I'm like, did you not, did you guys not grow up coming here in the summer? Like, I mean, a lot of kids who grew up here in the summer and who, you know, they come here often. And then this new round of kids are like, oh, there's a fairy. And I'm like, no, and like they're expecting palm trees, and I'm like, we don't have palm trees. <laughs> Got a bunch of oak trees. The one thing that I know that has stuck with me, I think, was like the opening line of the first episode, where it's two, it's two different lives, where you you either have two houses or two jobs. Mm. <laughs> That's spot on. That is spot on. And then the rest of it's just bullshit. I can't vouch. I can't vouch for that one. Wasn't that like a murder mystery show? I think it was. And I don't know if they 
based it around anything that ever happened here or if it was just something they took off with the idea the only thing i know about the outer banks is living in south jersey i have to see an abundance of obx stickers on the back of a shitty <laughs> fucking suv right next to the salt life sticker and it's because they went to the outer banks once and now they think they're like fucking super cool and you'll ask them i'll be like oh oh you go to the outer banks a lot and they're like oh yeah 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 we went once in 2002 and i'm like motherfucker it's 2023 <laughs> like like what are you doing they're like oh no I'm just everybody gets them it's the truth. Every asshole from out of town has a Salt Life sticker and an OBX sticker. And most of them live inland, around a pond, maybe, or some asshole from up north. And that is true. For everybody in the background, listening. Chandler, your voice got real yeah. deep. Yeah, hey, dude, I'm sorry. My fiance cut in on me. <laughs> he, he's actually the one that's introduced me into commercial fishing in the last seven. We've been together for seven years on New Year's. Mm. So that's Congrats. where, thank you. That's where my that insight came from into that world. <laughs> um, but he, he is right, though. I'm sorry, I, Chandler. Yeah. No, we interrupt the light. Right. But he's completely right. This is speaking to the fiance. Uh, if I see somebody with a salt life sticker, I instantly know they don't fish because nobody who fucking fishes has that fucking sticker on their they either bass fish or they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Chandler, hey, this is a bass fishing podcast. Gotta go, guys. Not on you. Bad bass fishing, but you know the people they reject out all the expensive gear and they think they're bass fishermen. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I guess I need to throw away all my all my like uh, I don't salt buy the Columbia. Shirt. Yeah, my, my salt fishing shirts. I guess I need to throw all that shit away since I'm a bass bass angler. <laughs> Damn it! No, no, as long as you lose top water, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard redfish is just a dumb bass. You're Speaking correct. All right, there we go. 100% correct. Look, we, we, you asked Chandler to introduce herself. Mm -hmm. She says she was from the Outer Banks, and we took this this damn podcast out in left field. We hopped the wall. If you invite me on, it's going to segue. You can bring it. If you can rope me back, I'll bring it back. All right. Good luck. Good luck, Alex. There it is. Good luck, Alex. <laughs> You got all two, right. we didn't we didn't two Carolinians up in here that are going to tangitize your ass all night long. Also, this is going to fuck with when I try to do the captions for the clips. Every time we get fucking Southern people on, it means so much. I've, heard, I've heard YouTube has a very hard time with the Southern accents. It would be really fucking bad. Yeah. It doesn't pick up the island brogue at all. The what? We, it's called an island brogue. Bro? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, like a dialect. Oh. It's like people from Boston have a Boston accent. Yeah, yeah. Like it really originated, I think, from Ocracoke or somewhere like that. And it's a real Southern uh, Creole dialect. Okay. Uh, Alex, it's kind of like my Canadian accent. Let me hear that again yeah, to refresh everybody. <laughs> Paul, Paul, let's hear it again to refresh. We're going to order some pizza, eh? Get some uh, pineapple on the, the Canadian bacon pizza, eh? <laughs> that was sorry. Sorry, eh? Wow. Holy shit. Straight <laughs> to sorry, the point. Eh? That sh look, I can tell you are, you're a TikTok troll. I can tell already. 
Look, I, I'm not fact, a that's a good fan. reminder. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a reply to somebody's comment today too. I went to art school. Okay. Oh shit! Did you do <laughs> naked sculptures? No, I didn't do any of the sculptures class. She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they did offer. They offered like fifteen dollars an hour to be the sculpture. Mm. But I never took it. No, no <laughs> politics. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. All right. So, All right. So, you, Chandler, back to your story. You're from the yeah. Outer Banks. That's as far as we got. And then I fucked it up. Um, Outer Banks. Um, I started taking pictures about 10 years ago. I think actually I bought my first camera 10 years ago. Um, people have asked me nowadays, you know, what got you into it? And, you know, when I really sit down and think about it, anybody, did you have Nintendo 64 growing up? Mm -hmm. I got a yes and no. <laughs> He's poor. He was poor. He didn't have that I, shit. I had the original Nintendo and that just, uh, you know, I, I was outside too much playing in the yard and stuff. Alex couldn't do that. I was on the threshold of like, you know, being outside and playing video games. Mm -hmm. I was... So I played Pokemon Snap growing up, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then just, it stuck with me ever since. And then I got older and I started getting um, the disposable cameras you would take to CVS. Yeah. I would just burn them up, burn them up, take them. And I just noticed at a young age that I was um, taking on photo as an art form and just really enjoyed it and just carried on. I went to East Carolina and I went through their art program. I have a bachelor's in art with photography. Um, now after college, I am working in a marketing position for vacation rentals. So I get the full circle of living here. Have you taken up uh, flying a drone to do video and, and picture work for for the marketing side of it or are you still point and shoot so i have a drone i've you i've taken pictures as far as scenic just trying to fly and get used to it um i don't have my license yet as far as getting paid for taking pictures for our rental company but in the future those are free those are free no you, you get those goodwill no no they're not, they're not hey. Total side note, Chandler. So I just got mine three weeks ago. I've got a killer study guide I can send you. The 117 test. I've got a killer study guide for that. Because, yeah, the parks. The Another issue here is drone. I have a very limited area to where I can fly. Because mm -hmm. we have a lot of park service land. We have a lot of the yeah. national, like Coquina Beach is in the Cape Hatteras Seashore, which takes up over half of the strip of Outer Banks. So guys, really, I can only you guys fly. Can't fly in that. No, birds. Birds. But does it actually stop you? In uh, I, I'm guessing you have like a DJI drone. That's what everybody has, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does it actually stop you in in the app? Yeah, it could. The, it's so old, and I haven't updated it, and I have yeah. that flight restriction cut off. Yeah. Even like at my house, I technically can't fly because I'm within. Five, is it five miles of an airport? Yeah, but you can you can unlock it, but yeah, I probably should but stop. Uh, we probably shouldn't be giving that advice <laughs> on how to uh, circumvent. Uh, but there's ways around. Hey, I'll, I'll send you some stuff. 
I took that part 117 test and uh like it, it was like 25 bucks to like take the test, but uh the study guide will get you through it. Thanks, dude. <laughs> with that fly within an airport like five miles, is it a height restriction? Correct. That's what I thought. Okay. So you can like so when I was in Cali, we were right like the Coast Guard base. One, like even the Coast Guard base was off limits. Uh, but I flew that bitch right up to it and over it. And as long as I didn't get within 10 feet, which is like whatever. Uh, but also like right in the airport. As, as long like as I didn't get over 100 tall. Feet. Fuck off, Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you're able to get in. There's a way on the app that you can like re request access. And you can get into some of those areas a little easier. So it costs um, money for what to get access. Well, with the park service, they definitely want your money. I don't think so because it's an FAA restriction. Not a thirty your income per pit for your pictures. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> what National Park Service what it costs for like a photography? Is that federal or is that state? No, that's federal. Um, it's what I, federal. I, yeah, I think so because it's now it's National Park Service. Yeah, National Park Service. That's federal. Falls under the Department of Interior. Yeah, I think they do, but there's sneaky ways you can do it. So here's a fun way that you can do this legally without circumventing the rules. You cannot launch a drone in a national park, right? Unless you get the permits. But there's no restriction to you flying a drone in a national park. So what you do is you get to the edge of it and then you fly into the park. That explains a lot because there's been a few people around who have taken certain shots with their drone that I know it's like. <laughs> yep. So, so okay. the whole rule is about you can't launch in it. You can fly in the park. You just got to launch outside of it. That makes total sense. Yeah. Hmm. And also, since that was good advice, I'll give bad advice. If you guys have drones and uh, there's like a firefighting crew, definitely fly that bitch right in there because that's really going to help them out. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> i think what uh what Shannon, what drew me to your pictures it, it first off like you you do a lot of uh like beach portrait photos which are awesome they're great photos but Thank what you. really first drew me was some of the the work you did i guess with your uh your, your boyfriend on doing the commercial side of it they're really kind of like like, I feel like there's a while where we had a lot of really good commercial fishermen kind of content, if you want to say, like photos and things like that. And then I feel like specifically, like as soon as COVID hit, we lost that. And I think that's because every, you know, every, every asshole learned how to bass fish at that point and was just taking shitty selfies of themselves with a fish. And we lost some of the <laughs> no i mean so like your, your photos are great they show the grittiness they show uh that it's not an easy job and you're able to like kind of convey that all in pictures which is not an easy thing to do so Thank you. That, that's kind of what drew me to your account at first is is that something you want to pursue more i know you're probably gonna make more money taking wedding photos but i know adam and you're totally right the beachy portraits and the family nobody really sees the family pictures that's my my main source mm -hmm. of the income when it comes to photography is obviously family photos that's something that we all 
hop on that bandwagon because it's it's there we're new families each week so there's that but um when i'm able and i'm not working i i love going out in the ocean i love being able to document what they're doing because they don't have that they don't they don't have that voice other than themselves so it, it helps to have like just something to show other than what the um, observers are saying or what the government is saying. Like, here's what. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. I didn't mean to mute you. Go ahead. Start from there. Yeah. No, 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 no. I meant to mute myself. I had to burp and I did not mean to mute you. <laughs> and then. Um, Actually, part of my thesis in college, you know, when they told us when we were accepting our concentrations, we knew we had to do a thesis eventually, and I knew it was going to be in two years. So I spent three and a half on my thesis, specifically documenting these guys and taking the documentive mm. approach rather than the portraiture, like mm -hmm. the beauty glam which I've grown to love. I love the documentary style photography. I'm trying now it was TikTok growing has also pushed me to help get like into the documentary style videography, mm -hmm. which has been a huge learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I, 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 I think it, I, I just do think it's awesome. I, uh, I've never, I have worked on a commercial fishing boat a long time ago when I was a teenager but I have dealt with commercial fishing for 20 years of my Coast Guard career. And those guys consistently bust their ass and everything looks uh, real pretty on uh, Deadliest Catch. But even that is bullshit. Even Wicked Tuna. Um, Wicked yeah. Tuna has officially ruined the bluefin fishery. And that is 100% fact. The guys now, they go fishing for bluefin. They don't ice their fish correctly. Mm. And kills the market. You go from a ten dollar fish to a two dollar fish because they don't know how to pack it, clean it. You got these young buck weekend warriors going out and catching that bluefin because they can when mm -hmm. it's putting all of the commercial guys out. And they used I mean, to be a real viable source of income for the winter, but now it's making good tuna fish. Mm -hmm. Now it's you can't use why go why go spend money on tuna because it's going to cost you in the long run. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a weird like. So you mentioned that like uh, the young bucks going out because it is. I mean, it's an open fishery, right? Anybody can go do it. Um, but there are people that are making a living off of that fishery. Not you want to go out with your buddies, chug a bunch of beers, mishandle some fish, and sell that shit at the pier. Um, it's a weird kind of like mix that you have to do. And it's definitely not, I don't know the wicked tuna guys. I know the deadliest catch guys though. And uh, if that show is anything like wicked tuna, uh, it's completely fucking fake on how they do all of it. So. it is, uh, and that is right. I've seen them when they were doing a scene, they were fighting a five gallon bucket to act like there's a fish. It's yeah. all bullshit. The prices aren't real. And it makes it makes things look bad for a lot of people. Which kind of was a motive. Another one of the motives behind what I'm doing is to show the real, <laughs> show that what's really going on. Mm -hmm. You know. 
Well, it's not best- just these big old 100 pound, 300 pound tunas. Sometimes these guys are going out and they're not catching shit. I'll just say one more thing. These guys that have these like half billion dollar tuna fishing boats, that's not their only job. They own something else. There's no way possible you're going to buy a, a Westpac, which is a half billion dollar boat, mm-hmm. and spend an extra two or three hundred dollars rig, hundred thousand rigging it. It just it does not happen. Either you're a drug dealer. Well, I mean, this is the Outer Banks. You either own two houses or you have two jobs. <laughs> it's the damn tr- That part is the, really the damn truth. Well, <laughs> the, the thing about doing the documentary style with the access to social media now is we've talked about it a lot with uh, some of the content creators is the authenticity side of it. And so when people feel like they get the true view of something, what y'all are doing uh, in the Outer Banks with your fishing, that draws people in. And, you know, 15 years ago, there was no way for you to be able to put that out there. Absolutely. It had to come from, it had to come from, you know, it had to come from a TV show. And now we all have the, the capability to be able to go out there and show something that's authentic and really what it is and that, you know, it's hard to create content where you don't catch shit all day long. Alex <laughs> is really good at it. But to show that content all day long and not catching thing, you know, it takes somebody else to record that content, but then to make it interesting because there's probably interesting shit that happens on the boat every day. Absolutely. So there's Once a lot of might off, You don't ever know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a, hook, a hook in the thigh. I mean, yeah, you know. yeah. I've seen some shit. I've seen some shit. How are they catching their fish when they're so? What's the primary target that, like, your boyfriend and what you're documenting? What's the primary target target they're going for? As far as what he's fishing? Yeah, species. Yeah, so in the he, in the stuff that you're recording and. So in those specific videos that everyone has seen, it's in its old stuff, which you know I'm also learning that it's okay to post old stuff, but mm-hmm. it's ribbon fish, which. In the recent years, people have learning that it's that it's um that people could eat ribbon fish. People okay. are not usually that's not the first fish you hear or used to hearing when you could eat, but they're starting a program around where they're teaching about different fish species that you wouldn't have thought about eating and showing them that you can actually prepare them because in other countries people love ribbon fish. So when they fish them, they usually are shipping them and packing them out. Is it is it not normally sought after? Is it a like an oily, fishy fish? I'm guessing. No, it, it, uh, once people figured out what the fish were, it's one of those things that we target them hard. Yeah, we but just what was what was the reluctance? market at the time for it. Okay. What was the what? What was the reluctance? Because a lot of times, I mean, so like I, I noticed most people, I would say, are like they don't like an oily fish, but there's plenty of great fish out there that are delicious. Mackerel, Spanish, all that are, are delicious. They're wonderful, but people don't like them for that oily taste. So you have a lower market for it. Is this kind of in that realm or are they like a light, flaky, do anything? They're, they're, they're not. There's hardly any oil. It's almost like a 
when you fry, I love it. So it's like a chicken breast. Okay. Yeah. If you have a chance to try, it's either called ribbon fish or I'll call them cutlass. If you have the opportunity to try it, yeah, you'll like it. I mean, we How- we we it, in the very start we get like three fifty a pound for a, a fish. That's that's a lot of money. And How are y'all catching them? Are you trolling? Or are they net fish? Or are they hook fish? So they're what they're doing is they're dropping nets and they're letting them drag in the tide, and um, they let them sit for just a few, not very long, right? Just a few minutes. Yeah, it's normally what we do. We have three what we call ribbon nets on, which is three nets each consists of three hundred yards, and we'll set all three nets, which is nine hundred yards. And then go back to the first one and start picking that one up. And it, it so the last net has more soak time and normally has more fish. And that's how normally how it happens, regardless of what we do. We set one time and it takes us all day to fish however many nets we have. And it's pretty much time to go in because mm. once you get started, you don't want to go through Oregon Island. But- mm. But unlike the sound where you anchor your nets, these nets are drifting in the ocean. Hmm. Oh, shit. So you, there's the potential that you, if you don't know what you're doing, you can lose your shit. Out there, <laughs> so far out, there's so much tide that if you don't mark your, your nets correctly and know the tides, you your, your net will be sucked off the edge and, and that's, it's gone. Are these uh these obviously these aren't bottom dragging nets, right? These are mid mid column. These are drifters. The, yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're considered bottom nets, but it, they they're, they sink slow. Okay. They fish from the bottom up, or mine fish from the bottom up twenty foot. Ribbon fish like to be higher up in the water column, so you, you can, the higher up you can fish, the better you do. But trying to set gear like that fast when other boats are with you is it's usually like a death wish because you can't move fast enough with your crew mm-hmm. and bad things happen so what the the scene i'm setting the scene when you're out there with these guys there could be anywhere from you could be by yourself which isn't really ideal but usually you're in a fleet of eight to 15 boats who are all doing the same thing mm-hmm. and they're all running around each other. They're all looking for fish and we're going kind of fast. Like I wouldn't want to be driving, but, <laughs> and, but everybody's also talking to each other and they're, you, you kind of have to work with each other and everybody's, some people over here might be dropping their net and you got to work with this guy beside you and let them know what you're doing. So they don't run your net over or they set on top of you. And then that way, everybody can kind of get a little bit of the catch. Everybody gets a piece of the pie at that point. Mm-hmm. Without fucking everybody up. But also, it's like every job, there's always an asshole that don't like <laughs> That's where the problems start. But most of the time, it's an unspoken rule of the water that you, know, you never leave anybody behind, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really how it is here because the Emma's so bad. They've lost so many boats. Coming in and out of that place. That's Oregon Inlet, you said? Yeah. Yeah, notoriously gnarly there. And if I'm going to do a a shameless plug here. If you want to watch anything about Oregon Inlet, if you haven't, there's a really good series on YouTube that a guy around here that we just ran into and met, and he's kind of documenting the Oregon Inlet and 
kind of showing people exactly what I'm doing, but kind of pinpointing his his topic. Also, shameless plug uh, about Oregon Inlet. Funny enough, I, I'll be starting a, a side podcast. Me and me and Paul haven't been working out, but I am doing a side podcast where I talk <laughs> to some of my favorite people in the Coast Guard. And the first episode uh, is going to be he was the OINC of Station Oregon Inlet for almost ten years. That's the officer in charge of that Coast Guard surf station there. And he's got some fucking gnarly stories that we recorded about it. Is he in a wheelchair? Because he's got to have big ass balls. He does. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. In real life, unfortunately, he did. So due to that surf, uh, for a better lack of a term, pounding the shit out of him, uh, he started getting issues with his back. So he does sit a lot. Uh, he is in a chair now, but he does have huge balls. He's a really good friend of mine. One of like... Uh, he retired quite a bit ago, but he was one of my first mentors in the Coast Guard many, many years back. And uh, it was well, a David, really, what's that? I didn't mean it in a bad way like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. No, no, you're good. No, no, you're good, man. <laughs> See in a wheelchair? Yes, actually he is. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn it. say you have a problem with your body and like depression of your, like, your back. Yes. I'm almost 30, 33 and I have severe back problems and feet problems because of being on the water. Yeah, that, that, that shit will beat. I uh, I did almost 10 years underway in the Coast Guard on big cutters, uh, but we hit big seas consistently, and I can feel it uh, a lot now. And I can't even imagine being on a smaller vessel, getting pounded day in and day out. It, it, it definitely takes a toll on you. When when you when you go out to to film or to video, how do you not get in the way? How, how do you how are you like how are they not cussing at you? Get that shit out my face. I mean, does well, that happen? They are. Or, or do you know how to do you know how to get around the boat without being in the way? If I was a male, it would probably be a whole different ballgame. They have a pr very pretty, attractive female on their boat who has a camera. And if I just tell them, I say, hey, look, if I'm in your way, just tell me to move. Like, literally, you, you can push me. Just don't push me off. Just, you know, <laughs> maybe nudge me. Or uh, another thing is, if I yell at her on the water, when I get home, I get my ass so. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's the captain. Everybody's the captain until they get home. <laughs> it's her now. But there's never, there's never been a time where I've, I usually I know what I'm doing and know where to go. Or somebody will tell me, hey, maybe don't stand there. And I won't. I won't go back there. Smart. Then, um, but I've never been into a situation where maybe I was about to lose something. Or, like, been hurt or anything like that. I've hurt myself more on sessions that were with people, not of my <laughs> documented sessions. <laughs> You threw your butt, your back out trying to bend down to get that one shot with the sun in the background, and then you can't get it's up. And it's totally happened. It's either my knees or my back. There you go. How, how many folks? How many folks are on the boat when y'all are out? When they're out there, how many? How many crew are on the boat? Um, for that boat, it's usually just um, just two or three people. Is normally how it works. Oh okay. shit! What what's the size of the boat you're on? Anywhere from thirty one to like the biggest, I think in the fleet, forty five. Okay. But yep. Or, no, I'm sorry, forty eight. 
I mean, we got all the details. What's your Coast Guard registration number? Are you up to date? Can I see your ID at this point? Um, <laughs> when, I, when I had the boat, I was completely – I already had my inspection. I had to do the life raft drill. Yeah. That just sucks. Just yeah, so it sucks. does. It fucking does. You're right. And you know what's even worse is when you got to ask somebody to do it. It's fucking worse because you're like, I don't want to fucking do this either. The guy in Hatters was like, he's like, I hate to do this to you, but uh, I need you to put your suit on and, and like a minute, something, seconds, whatever, and you need to jump in the water. I was yep. like, are you, are you serious? He's like, yep, you better wax that zipper good. <laughs> Like, yeah, because you get also wet, wet, again, we don't want to do it because we could be sitting on our phones back at the station, fucking not doing anything, which would be great. Any day <laughs> that uh, what my my official retirement starts in what are we at now? Uh, at time of recording, twenty seven days, I'll officially be out. No uh, shit. Yeah, congratulations. 20, twenty years. Thank you. Um, but for all intent and purposes, though, he is already out. Oh yeah, I'm out. out. The beard been and out. everything, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, listen, I didn't join the fucking military to work. Like, and once you've been in for a while, nobody wants to fucking work because when we do, it's usually like catastrophic shit's fucking popping off. It's nuts. I don't want to deal with that. And I definitely don't want to watch some fucking dude try to don his Gumby suit and jump in when I know as sure as fuck that he hasn't done it in forever. And I get it. Like it happens. You got work to do. I got work to do. And unfortunately, I have to make you do this. And it's fucking stupid. I hate it. That's for another day, I think. Um, <laughs> you you should bleep all that yeah. out. You should bleep all that yeah. shit out till you're officially retired or you're going to start taking away your retirement. Listen, Coast Guard, come at me. <laughs> come at me. You don't want the smoke. Exactly. Hey, so why? Uh, so you guys only target ribbon fish, right? That That's it. At the time, um, usually he is pretty good at being like, well-rounded and he'll do yep. different things around the year. Of course, living here, there's plenty of different fisheries you can get involved in. If, if is you're it, not a multi-fisherman, you're, you'll never make it. Is it net only mm. or do you long line no. at all? Hey, Chandler, um, you can get your fiance to come and, and yeah, get come from on the in. camera he keeps and talk got, come on. I mean, what, what, you got a warrant out for your arrest? There's like four people watching. You'll be all right, bud. I'm ugly. I don't want to do myself. Yeah, well, hey, that's Paul's okay. Look how ugly he is. I mean, damn. Oh, He's not that ugly. He just talks really bad about himself. Oh, he looks oh, exactly. He, listen, dude, he's got the <laughs> Bieber flip. Like, you look like you're an extra on Outer Banks. He's, oh, he's, the just, he's the Justin Bieber of, of fishing. Justin Bieber. If, if I could sing, I would totally agree with Look, that. this guy is the one who's pulling my views in. He is my thirst trap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so do you do uh, long line at all or, or just net? I, I mainly net. I've done some long line. It's just not something I really like to do. There's no what, excitement in for me. What do you feel about? So I, I I've always grown up uh, on the law enforcement side of this, learning that I guess we're going to be kind of controversial. Uh, so that long lining is a more conservative way to commercial fish, uh, vice well, and net. It all depends. There's a lot of different factors in that. Mm -hmm. There's still supplemental bycatch with long line that you're not supposed to catch. And it's the same way with a gill net. But I do what they call strike netting is we target the fish when we set around them. Gotcha. And then I also do anchored fishing, but I'm not 
like some of these yin yangs that were just set anywhere were, you know, they're not supposed to set. And right. that's when the problems arise. It's these people that think they're above everybody else and they own things, they end up making everybody look bad. It's like one, one rotten apple will ruin the whole basket. And that's what happens. Tell me this, how how do you find the target fish that you're going after? You're doing different fisheries and you know, ribbon fish. And, uh, I'm assuming that they're in probably certain pots, parts of the water certain times a year, but how do you go out and target? Are y'all using sonar or do you just know this is where the hell they're supposed to be? So how do, what does that look like to find and target the, the specific fish you're hunting for? It's kind of like, it's kind of a little bit of both. We normally in the beginning of the winter, the ribbon fish and the croaker are up the northeast towards the towers up there. And they come, they kind of migrate down from the Chesapeake. So, and then we have, of course, we have, you know, everybody has good sonar on the boat. If, if you don't have a good sonar, because we're out in three, four hundred foot of water, if you have some pissant sonar, it, you, you're out to lunch pretty mm-hmm. much. So your Garmin UHD 73 ain't going to cut it out there. It all depends on what transducer you have. The GT 54. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, Is that I a fucking thing? I just bought a Garmin, so. <laughs> yeah, but you probably ain't fishing with the same Garmin or the same. The same you know, Garmin that, that I have on my kayak. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> the transducer what? is probably the size of the fucking kayak. <laughs> no, 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 I'm poor. I, I don't know what the hell told you. Like, uh, I had to scrape up the nipples to find that. I think that transducer was like what the size of like a, a couple of half half dollars. Okay. Okay. Wow. I had I got a good deal. I got a Garmin touchscreen and a through hole brass transducer for four hundred bucks. The transducer alone is four hundred dollars. Yeah, I was like, if it's stolen, I... oh, it's definitely <laughs> stolen. It's definitely <laughs> stolen. That bitch hot. Don't worry, I'm writing that down. I'm gonna at least use it for six months before I get taken away. So. <laughs> Listen, I'm not actually out of the Coast Guard. This is just a uh, really and uh, <laughs> a really in depth undercover investigation into your operations. <laughs> My name is Scott, and I live. I live in South Carolina, <laughs> but, but most of the guys, they don't, some guys will run garments, but most people, they run Fruno. That is mm. the main thing because their they're sonar, their they're transducers are so good. They're known for ocean. It, you, you can ping something in 1,500 foot of water and know exactly what. That's what we use. I mean, we have other stuff too, but even the Coast Guard uses Fruno for the bulk hey, of their do, sonar and radar. See, I'll use Fruno for fit, finding fish for a radar, but when it comes to like like navigation, like a regular navnet Fruno, I will pick Garmin every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Garmin. Do, you, do y'all use any forward-facing sonar? Repeat that. Do y'all use any forward-facing sonar? Most of ours is either the 20 or 40 degree. The, the forward facing, that's like the high class charter boats that fish mm. for, for big money. Because I mean, those transducers are five, six thousand dollars for a, a no, piece dude. Of we've had people on this show that are strapping those motherfuckers to kayaks. Are and you it's serious? Like a, oh, it's a legit not, thing. not, 
not the same ones that the the offshore saltwater guys are using, but they're still putting the no. the. No, no, he's talking about the same thing. So now the new thing is that, uh, so like the, all right, so the intercoastal here in New Jersey, right? Huge for like fluke or uh, you guys call them uh, summer flounder down there, right? So summer flounder, winter flounder, all that shit, striper, bluefish, right? But they're using bass boat panoptics, right? Or, or whatever you want to call it, a forward-facing sonar to see those fish live on the bottom and they're picking them off. And now the charter boats... Out of, uh, out of Atlantic City are strapping them to like a party boat and they're rolling out to like wrecks offshore where they can actually see the amount of sea bass sitting on a fucking wreck and then because just I see okay. yes. now, now I understand you're, you're talking about live view yes. yeah live yes. scope I, I, was, I was thinking about like the, the big billfish boats they have right. those really ones that oh, they, like... they have the top facing one yeah no no the, this is like the live view and and We've had people but on the show. On a, on a kayak? That's what's worth more than a kayak than kayak. <laughs> Bo, you don't know how much kayaks cost. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I looked at one. It was like nine grand for a fucking piece of plastic. Like, how, how do you <laughs> that's, what Paul has. that's what Paul has. That is not what I have at all. I mean, with all the shit on it, maybe, but that's not how much my, my kayak My favorite is when we have saltwater people on the show, right? And the saltwater people are my favorite because when we talk They're about minimalist. shit. They're, They're minimalist, minimalist, minimist, right? They don't like, have like, shit. Like when we they talk got two about rods, shit. a bag of lures. I got lures. Lures. They got a bag of cut bait that they're going to fucking throw out <laughs> on some octopus you can, hooks. You can hand us a line and hook and a chicken leg and we'll come back with dinner. Yes. I'll go out, give me a core big enough to fit my ass in, a couple beers and a cane pole. I'll outfish you. <laughs> I, I love it. The song, cause you, you killed it there, Chandler. You said we can do all that and come home with food. We're going to spend all this money and we're not coming home with food at all. Cause we're going to throw those bass back. We'll throw the bitches back in the water. <laughs> Hey, but, but you gotta you gotta lip them first, like like Bill Dance. Exactly, exactly. And it's gotta be a bluefish or a mackerel. That's the only way. So, so, so hey, what's funny fish- is I did go fishing today, and I caught over twenty crappie. Guess how many crappie we ate today? Zero, because I threw them all back. <laughs> do y'all have a lot of redfin perch up there? Uh, we do, we do. They're uh. It's in certain the the tidal river. So I uh, I have a connection to the salt. I, I do primarily fish tidal, but it's the brackish side of it, right? So we're still affected by the tides. Um, so I don't have a ton on the river I'm at. If if you were to go, I don't want to give the direction. If if you would go uh, 50 miles from where I'm at, you could hit a river that's stock full of a mine is full of largemouth. Um, I just saw a picture of a fucking five pound white perch today. What? That this lady. That I that, that somebody, right? somebody said that to me the other day that it was like it's a world record or, or some shit. No, I've no, never seen a no, white no, this lady, no, no, this lady caught it where I was fishing two weeks prior. And I said, ma'am, that's like a big deal. That's could be a world record fish. And she goes, she Well, I don't know. I just <laughs> fucking ate it. <laughs> She hey, was shoving lace up that thing. <laughs> we <laughs> got nice waves talking here. y'all. I'm, I'm gonna get a shower, but y'all take All care. Right, good, thanks, bud. Good luck. Yeah, like she, I like I told her, and she was like, I don't know, I just ate it. So shout out to you. Uh, they're wonderful people, but she caught this giant, like, insane white perch. Like they only get normally a pound. This thing was not very big. Right. It was insane. 
is this the same white perch that we got in our lakes down here in, in Raleigh area? Or is I this believe, a different fucking white perch? I believe it's the same, it's the same thing. It looks like a miniature rockfish. Go take a shower. We're done with you. <laughs> I can smell. I can smell Justin Bieber's ass all the way over here. <laughs> You mean sing for you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't throw it out there. <laughs> I've sang on here before. Do you, you guys have white perch in a lake? I've only seen them on, on like, title shit. Look, first off, you know, we country. So we got fucked up names for shit. We call them white perch. Jack the, the shit on the poster board when you go to, like, the ramps and stuff, the state ramps, they have white perch on them. So I call them white perch. Some people call them white bass, but they ain't white bass. They actually, those little motherfuckers, they are, it is, when you catch them with a treble hook bait, their gills are are like razor blades. So when you go Insane. to try to grab them, it's, it's like, a, it's like a, a razor blade fish with treble hooks in it. It's the quickest fish that I put a hook in your damn hand. Have you ever picked up a croaker? They're identical. Yep, yep. I used to do a lot of surf fishing growing up mainly for shark at night and we catch either shark or a lot of croaker and then he uh unfortunately he had to stop because when paul went to the water they thought it was a manatee that went too far north Hey-o. oh well, it's more like a beach whale because i wasn't in the water i was on the i was on the surf you know a la the surf fishing alex so it's total, more like a beach to whale. Total side note, Paul, do you remember on the uh, end of the show Kegger when uh, the Bass and Bruce historian Tori had to ask the question to the audience of how much weight you've gained since you've been on the show? Yeah, and that, so out of everything that y'all asked, <laughs> that shit was the only lie out of everything. <laughs> I'm sorry that they did that to you. Oh, don't no, be sorry. Don't this be sorry. I have no shame. I have no shame at all. I mean, Alex Alex spilled his drink and Tori laughed so damn hard. It was the biggest cackle heard around the world. I've got a special clip. I know she's listening. I'm, I'm working on something special where I've like totally gotten that cackle and I'm trying to figure out how to get the sound into the show to use as a sound bar. Um, as just, uh, I, I've pitched it up and down. I can make songs with it. It's going to be amazing. But that, if you could isolate that cackle and get it on TikTok, that could be one of those viral tick sounds that people put yes. in a TikTok when they do something stupid. That cackle was for sure. That's that's something we need to need to work on. And that sure. was like an unbridled, like th- mm-hmm. there was no holding that back. It it came out of nowhere. I think there was a snort at the end of it. it was, <laughs> that was like uh, what were we over two hours into the live show at that point? I think I was four beers and one and a half uh, of these full of bourbon. It was yeah. We could tell, and what's it was even funnier is Drew. Drew was eating and missed the whole thing, and everybody's laughing and shit. And Drew looks up like, "What the fuck happened?" Yep. <laughs> I like that our show got so rowdy that KBN left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. Hey Chandler, have have they ever put your ass to work on the boat? Have you been oh, out yeah. there just hanging out doing something? And they're like. Let's go. Yep. We got yep. too many fish. That guy, so right? Justin Bieber on? has put me to work. The last time we went fishing, I was like, I hey, thought his ass was going in the shower. Oh, I gotta, I gotta fish. <laughs> I've had to drive the boat. I've had to 
maneuver the boat. I haven't picked fish because I just won't put. I got to do. I got to take pictures. So I got to keep my hands clean. So how are you sorting fish? Do the fish come in a net and drop on the table? They drop on the ground and you just they're, start chunking them overboard or in the bucket or however where they go. They're stuck in that net. So once that net comes over the the reel, you get like a section of it, and the, whoever's on just starts picking the fish out. And then once that section's clean, you let the reel go and wind the net back in, which mm. I helped with. And then they'll start picking the fish again. And the, the key is, is when you have two people on picking it, you want to keep your, your net tight so it doesn't suck up underneath or mm, that'd be bad. Well, something like that. So if there's those two are picking and I'm the third on the boat, I'm also running the gears to the net reel to make sure it's nice and tight in between when I've already taken a few pictures. So it's not, I'm not taking a hundred pictures of the same bit. Uh have you set up any GoPros around the boat and kind of got different angles of video shots? If not, I would love to in the future. But I always, um, I need to get more mounts and I need to get more GoPros. But I always mm. like having the GoPro in my hand so I can stick it underneath. Are you mm. taking, I missed that for my, you know, my union mandated tinkle break. Are, are you using a big camera or are you using a GoPro when you're on the boats? So when I'm out and I'm taking pictures, I'm usually using my Nikons, mm -hmm. my DSLR cameras. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, well, so I was about I to say, to we're going to have a whole, like, it, I was like, man, if she says GoPro, this is going to be a three-hour TED Talk on how those photos look fucking amazing and how she got that on a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> So the GoPro, I will say that they've come a long way since what I've had them in the past. And mm -hmm. the, the I haven't used mine very much, but what I have pulled from it, they're, they're great, like wide angled, crispy, clear F-16 photos for like your, I personally got it to do water photography because mm -hmm. I could not justify spending two, $3,000 on the housing unit for the camera itself. And then, I mean, and then also you have Lightroom to make it all better, right? Absolutely. Gotta love Adobe Lightroom. Well, I don't it, use it, Photoshop. If you guys haven't seen it, I know recently you've been putting out like little tips and tricks, which I fucking super appreciate. And you should keep rolling with that. I will, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tell even me. more, I'm not trying to give you all the business ideas, but some of your shots are gorgeous <laughs> that you could make into presets, which I'm sure some people would buy. So and, I've uh, actually, I have presets of my own. I just don't use them as often as I used to when I first started. I actually have a batch of presets that I get myself from a group of people who shoot primarily in the beach area. I think they're both from Hawaii. So those presets just kind of make sense to where I am. And of mm -hmm. course I throw my tweaks on them, but I think in the long run and eventually I want to look back into making my own presets again and selling them. What the fuck's a preset? Preset <laughs> is your fancy modern term for an Instagram filter. That's what I like to call them. Mm. <laughs> Holy shit. So I'm writing that. Are you, putting like that are you putting are you putting like lipstick and eyelashes on fish no, no. or something? No, 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 no. So well, I mean, she uh, said it was a damn Instagram filter. I mean, Instagram filters are before Snapchat filters. 
You're well, thinking I've never, I've never done Paul, Snapchat. The only filters he's ever used on anything are the ones that make him have makeup <laughs> and have him riding a pig because that's all he wants to do in life. I've never. Well, first of all, I have never used a filter to ride a hog because I grew up in South Carolina and we rode hogs for fun. Yeah, for shits and giggles. Yeah, there ain't nothing like sneaking up on a big 400-pound sow sleeping and jumping on her back and grabbing her ears and trying to hold on because the first five or ten seconds, they don't know what to do, so they just run around. But after they realize you're on them, then they start running up into the fence and the trees and shit like that. And I mean, it's a good And time, your cousin man. was okay with you jumping on her back? That's not nice. That is not nice. You're just you're just you're just mad because you're too short to jump on the back of a pig. He had that one and ever since you started talking about the pig, I could see it on his you face. You can see it where I was like loading up. Look, I even like preloaded the timestamp yeah. cuz that'll be on TikTok next week. It's okay. Alex is so short, he couldn't even use a stirrup to get on a pig. <laughs> Hey, tell me, tell me this now. What is the craziest thing you've ever seen on the boat come up from the depths of the ocean? Um, oh shit. I don't remember the name of it, but I have a picture of it somewhere on my phone. I think it was a, a toadfish. Oh yeah. They're ugly as sin. Oh, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, ugly as sin. There's a couple of things, and I don't only because I'm not out there so often. I've seen stuff that he's sent me, but I think what personally has been a toadfish because those mm. things are just the, the ribbon fish don't scare me. They're they have these gnarly little teeth. Um, I've, uh, I've had starfish come up. Um, any octopi? No, I've not seen any personally. There is some squid that'll run around every here and there when you're catching shrimp. They get eaten. Though I love squid. Mm -hmm. Crazy about, enough, uh, fish is like the last thing I'll prefer when it comes to seafood. <laughs> I don't. I ate a lot of it growing up. But I ate a lot of whitefish growing up, like flounder. So, like, we had a lot of that, and I just, I'm so sick of it. I'll eat oh, the right. hell out of some shrimp, oysters. I don't eat blue crab meat. The only time I eat the blue crab is when it's a soft shell because I can eat that whole bitch fried crispy ready to go no one's got to pick that shit for me i'm gonna go right here uh, i know What's i've been running this series crab? unpopular opinion in uh in in seafood eating uh blue crab can suck a dick it's way too much work for very little for meat. little meat that's why i yeah. like the soft shell crab because that's go where you a get real crab like a dungeness or a, exactly. a snow crab go fuck off blue crab so <laughs> the soft shell crab you eat the whole thing like yeah, guts, you eat that whole bit, yeah. Yeah. absolutely Shell now, okay, eat all that's, of it. that's actually preference based because some people will eat it whole fried. When we, when I worked in the seafood restaurant, we cleaned them. We cleaned their backs and their aprons, and we cut the faces off, clean them out, fry them up. It's the best. It is. Mm. It is. Y'all just took a sip of beer at the same time. That was great. Oh. <laughs> Alex wants to be me so bad, but he, personally. He, if I had to have a choice of the the blue crab meat, I would take the soft shell any day. But like you said, lots too much of work. Too much work. Like people, okay, so people eat people eat fucking blue crabs for the experience. Not yeah, for the it's taste totally of the thing. Yeah. Like I, and I get that, right? Like you're you're down at a table, it's covered in fucking newspaper or 
or you know whatever you have down there you're drinking it's messy i don't like eating like that like i don't I mean, like, I like eating shrimp sometimes because of just like the spice and like all yeah. of that shit that just gets under your nails Hey, have y'all seen the videos of the Asian Asian fishermen coming in on the port and and frying up all this stuff that they caught and eating it? Have y'all ever watched seen those videos on muffins, YouTube? Those yes, those big old they got big old balls. Yep, yeah, yeah. Octopus and legs. The whole octopi. They eat the whole damn octopus. But yeah. have y'all seen them eat the shrimp shell and all? <sighs> I they don't, don't know how the hell they do that. If I if I fucking peel a shrimp and get a pinch of a, a shrimp oh, shell no, in my dude, mouth, I'm like, grill oh, it right. oh, no, no. Oh, so, so you know, if you I'm take, like, if, I'm if, like if I got a hair in my mouth. <laughs> if you take like a, a, a man like a prawn and you cook it properly, I'll eat the shell. No problem. What? All the way. My through. grandmother eats shrimp tails when they're fried. Oh no, shrimp tails are delicious, fried or grilled. You eat that. I eat that whole thing. And what's funny is I've gotten my nine and my seven year old to eat it too. They're just like, we've got to eat the whole animal. And my wife's like, they're gonna be serial killers now. And I'm like, no, they'll be fine. They'll know how to not waste anything. Exactly. Mm. Paul, you don't eat yeah. a tail. You, you, Paul doesn't yeah, eat don't any eat tail. Untrue. Untrue. See, like here, here's my here was my secret. <laughs> when I when I worked in the seafood restaurant and there was a day I wanted some steamed shrimp and so is, this a ta- is this this so you're about to tell us the secret to eating tail? Now the secret to eating good shrimp without having to worry about being messy. Mm. You peel it before you steam it. Yeah. Wait, people don't do that? I Shit, I don't think so. I thought I was a genius when I thought of it. <laughs> I think everybody peels it, homie. <laughs> so no, when before we throw a bunch of steamed shrimp in for people who ordered steamed yeah. shrimp to go, we throw them in shells all steamed mm-hmm. spice out the oh, door. Right. If I was to eat some personally, yeah. I'm going to take them to the back and peel them up real quick, leave the tail shell on, and just throw them in the steamer. That yeah, way yeah, I don't have to worry about yeah. peeling them. Do, yeah. do you eat them de-veined or you just you eat, you eat that damn poopy vein and everything? It don't taste like anything. I don't, I, look, I think it tastes delicious. It's, you know, there's no I, I don't it. mind it. I know people who will freak the hell out over it. I, I don't care. I'll eat it. I got into a, a lot of work wife. to de-vein a fucking shrimp. Really much. A, you do like six of them and your hand looks like a claw at the end of it. You don't yeah. have a lot left afterwards either, though, because you're cutting out a shit ton of that meat to get to it. Oh, you're oh, doing it wrong if you're cutting it. You gotta, you gotta run a fork a up in there. And... Yeah, we have a special hook right still, and that you. Yeah, I've got a couple the of those. Best damn tool I've ever used in my life, and yeah, yeah, to the point where I would just sit in the back and I would be peeling shrimp for two hours because it was, you know, one done, one done, one done, mm. and if you were lucky enough, you did it one swipe. The vein is supposed to come out with the back part of the shell hmm. if you did it right interesting <laughs> Awkward silence. fish do y'all do y'all catch so much fish every day do you ever bring that shit home to eat you're like oh. i don't want to look at it smell it fuck with it or of y'all course. eating fish so if you have a fisherman in the family, you would expect to walk into that person's freezer and see it's chock full of whatever that person's fishing. And then they trade the, Hey, I got some shrimp. You want some shrimp? Sure. I got some <laughs> tile fish or some mahi to give you for the shrimp or mm. 
you know, we do, a, it's a lot of bartering around here still. We do a, a big bartering system amongst the locals when it comes to fresh seafood. Mm, it makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Have you, all right. So I'm trying to think. So you've, as I clear my throat on this uh, awesome mic that uh, just ruined all of it. All right. So I don't know if you listen to the show. We, uh, we're going to have this wrap up question, right? This whole segment. And uh, it's the only segmented part of this show. And I'm trying to think because it, it, it's hold up, been a hold long up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. It is the worst segmented <laughs> show of segments because this sh- the only thing that's segmented is is that it's at the end end of the show and there's questions, there's written down questions, but this shit <laughs> we might talk about one question for 30 minutes after you ask it. It's very true. Absolutely. But especially I, if I'm on here. I, I think so. I created this. This is gonna questions. be an interesting too with a straight up salt salt. Well, water that, that's what I, I'm fella. wondering. So 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 I want a little mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. before we get it. Hold on, I want a little background you before we get into though. it. You well, gotta no, ask no, our, our questions. Don't change no shit up. I'm not, Fuck, I'm Paul, glad you didn't try Paul. to change the name again. I am on one now. I'm not have, changing have, I'm not changing have, shit. The only thing I'm changing me. The only thing I'm changing is the co-host. So uh, everybody, again, go to that phone number. Submit your replies to become the co-host. Uh, he needs he needs your he needs your fifteen second pitch co-host pitch. You know what? Fuck that. You're absolutely right. I'm gonna hold on. We're gonna cut it here. Here's what I want. We're not cutting anything. I just this is uh, what I do during the show. Uh, so I remember to write it down. Here's what I need, people. I need you to go to six zero nine eight three seven nine three nine four. I want to hear your 15-second elevator pitch to be the new co-host of Bass and Brews. And, uh, you know, I mean, basically include why you're better than the Jabber Hammer. But um, so we've had, like, primarily Saltwater, I think, just kind of in that realm. I think you're the second person we've ever had who is primarily Saltwater. Mm -hmm. And the first person... That was the second episode ever, and we didn't even have these ridiculous questions. So, do you have like any background in freshwater bass fishing at all? Very little, very little. Okay, I've done it. That's all, but no, not much, not as much as I've rigged a bottom rig. That's no, okay. You've that's done it. That's all that matters. All right. So before we get to this and and, and these questions, I mean, you you already preface it saying that uh, you haven't done it a lot, uh, but the this is the shotgun round. This is where the night goes bad when you shotgun a beer and uh, everything goes to shit. This is sunk people. So before uh, you even get there, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to give any shout outs or anything you'd like to do now. Um, I'd like to thank my mom. I feel like that's always that one person. Everybody's well, thank my mom. Hell yeah, mom. Actually, that's the first time anybody's thanked their mom on this. Show. I, really? I think it is. It is. I think, I it, think is. it is. And that's You're making a bunch of degenerates. You're the oh, non-degenerate. Because she fucking she got me here, of course. <laughs> she pushed me. She pushed me to get through college, and college also got me into what I'm doing as far as photography. And, you know, okay. uh, shout out Where's myself. Where can you find you on social media? Um, Island Time Photography on Facebook. Island Time Photography OBX on Instagram, and I think. I'm the only one who is the, I'm the only Outer Banks photographer on TikTok. That is, mm. I took that handle a long time ago and I took advantage and they'll never get rid of that handle because it's done mm-hmm. so well. 
What's what's your fiance's boat's name? He doesn't have that boat anymore. It was the handful. Um, he's working on getting his smaller little skiff back together. Okay. Mm. I uh, uh, huge shout out to uh, your your marketing ploy. I think I can't remember how long ago you put the video on, but it's genius on where you take photos of these rentals but then you you put your card on their fridge like that's fucking oh my god money. that was so classic <laughs> no money all right so uh this is going to be a set of rapid fire questions we don't uh your uh we don't need an explanation until we ask for it uh some inappropriate answers would be um well i don't know the situation depends none of that shit flies here it's got to be got right it. off the cuff got it all right Shoot Where's the button? I need a button that has what, when what we start the shotgun for? round. We have a what button that goes. Boom. Get well, this okay. man a soundboard. Thank you. Get me a damn soundboard. All right. So hold on before we go through. If you guys would like to get Paul a soundboard, what you can actually do, <laughs> I, I've been trying to find the right way to put this out there. If we want to get Paul a soundboard, here's what you guys need to do. You need to buy some uh, stickers, which would be dope. But also, you could head over. Uh, to the Bass and Brews TikTok channel. Look at that link tree. We have a Patreon, a brand new revamped one. Um, and again, nobody's trying to get Rick here. Well, Paul is. Um, well, I need but uh, this if you is want what soundboard. That's how you can happen. You can become a Patreon member. Enough of you guys become one. The first time we pull out of all that money, I'll make sure that I send Paul a soundboard, and that'll be. Or, or Paul or whoever the new co-host is going to be. Well, first off, I need two things, and they are both of great importance. And number one and number one, a fucking air conditioner for the garage in the summertime. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get this poor man some AC. No, he needs and the heat. No, he needs the heat. He's too fat on camera. It costs <laughs> us extra money with all the extra pixels he takes up. Do you sell Hold up. Hold up. I'm so big I take up pixels. That's yeah, dude. fucked up right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing you've ever said on this podcast, Alex. <laughs> and what's number two, Paul? You said air conditioning. Yeah. One and one. Anyways, if you guys want to, the I don't want to hear the from you anymore. Board, damn it. What's that? Huh? What was that, Paul? What? Well, Anyways. Uh, oh. So, yeah. If you want to hook up Paul... <laughs> muted me god damn it all right <laughs> if you want to hook them up go to the patreon or just support us in general uh if enough people join uh we're probably going to start some giveaways monthly once we get over 20 patreon subscribers uh subscribers are also going to have first shot at new stickers and new merch so uh that was a good segue paul uh not really anyway term is being overused we need to find another word other than what and, and, a, and a, yeah and a spelled improperly but anyway how do you want to no no we're gonna ha, ha, what's another word for segue that you'd like to use i don't know i have to go look at my synonym book transition pants yes i love them i've got a pair <laughs> on right now they're short <laughs> because All it's right. 72 degrees in january so i had to transition uh. out of my pants in the shorts Ooh, transition that, from winter i am a speaking of transition pants I used to be a huge fan of the Redhead brand at Cabela's or Bass Pro because they were cheaper than the Columbia brand by a lot, by like $40. Yeah. I loved them. And then I went to Academy Sports, and they had some transition pants with, this is the fattest shit I've ever said on this podcast, 
with elastic in the waist. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get a couple pair of those. But they suck. The buttons have already broke off. The the side, my little side pockets, you know, the little cargo pockets get caught on shit and they've ripped out. And I've lost all kind of shit in them bastards. They're just cheap. But they do have left and right on, on the zippers. So it made it easier to, you know, put the pants back on when you had the pants. But I went to Academy the other day and they have a new style of transition pants out and they have the elastic. They don't come with that shitty little belt and they have a zipper on the left, a cargo pocket on the right. Both ass pockets have good zippers on them. They're comfy as hell. So I, the, Go to Academy Sport. I, don't, I forgot dude, the name of it. But dude, the, the look, difference. the look on your face when you're talking about that—that's the happiest I've seen you in years. He talking was excited about, these about trans- his pants, right? He was, I, he I was mean, emotional. My first Instagram videos were showing people how to operate transition pants. <laughs> that's that's what I was known for before I was known for anything else on the social media. <laughs> Right. I understand his love for pants because when you find a good pair of jeans, my God, it's it's a very heartwarming moment. I think yeah, jeans these, are way different trans- from transitional yeah, pants. These are pants when you need pants and shorts when you need shorts, but they're the same pair of garment. Love it. You have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about with transition pants, do you, Chandler? I do not. I could tell. <laughs> that was I could tell. My time. <laughs> What do you no, mean? It's They're like, right it, now. No, it's like the it's the uh, it's the ones that it's, it's the dad pants. You can it's the unzip. ones that zip off at the knee. Oh, Uh-oh. she's looking. Homies, I uh, just came out, he of just the got out of the shower. He just got, he just out, got out, out of the shower. shower. <laughs> the wang is hanging out, and she's happy about it. She didn't know. She's taken aback. Y'all remember uh, that? Turn the heat on. Was there. I was this there could be the go. first time the guest hits the end button in the middle of a sentence like Alex <laughs> does. <laughs> Gotta All go. Right. All right. Gotta Here go, comes. <laughs> Rapid fire. Uh, this is the shotgun around. Um, wacky or Texas rig? Texas. Just you, Chandler. Oh, Texas. there we go. Okay. Perfect. Uh, nice. Crocs or flops? Flops. Boo. I, I, I expected that. Are Crocs even allowed on the Outer Banks? Yeah. <laughs> They're frowned upon. <laughs> Everybody that wears Crocs on the Outer Banks. Y'all pick on those people. I I love flops, but if I'm around water, I wear Crocs because the flops get all damn wet and slide off my feet and shit. I can understand that. <laughs> my dog chewed the four-wheel drive off. I've got neutered Crocs. <laughs> Oh, and, I've had them, and I've had them so damn long that where where my where the pad of my foot is, it's it's almost worn through. So you can kind of see asphalt through it. <laughs> uh, I can feel it. I can feel the asphalt through them. Get this man a new pair of Crocs too. I need to, yeah. No, no, they I just I just need to get them. I need to take them to a tire shop and get them retreaded. There we go. All right. Uh, slow jams or hype music. Hype. 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 I like it. Um, if you are fishing for five hours, would you like one seven pound bass or five two pound bass? Five two pound bass. Woo! Why? Are you taking them home to eat them? What? I, this is interesting. Why uh, five two pounders? I want to make my time fun. So, look, I, when it comes to me, I've been patient when it comes to fishing, flying it hook because, especially. On freshwater, because I just have never had the luck. So, 
if I have the opportunity to catch more than one fish and make that five hours go and be enjoyable, I'm going to take a five and two pounds. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Fuck no. No judgment, no judgment but fuck no. <laughs> oh, now, no, there's full judgment for free. everybody. I worked you... in a pizza place, so I had to assemble them, so I, I, I get it. But it's just Did not you... Did you say fuck every time you put a piece of pineapple on it? Fuck, 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 fuck. Maybe. When I really didn't want to make it. <laughs> um, would you Dude, eat those large... Canadians have done... Hold on, man. I got a... Damn it, Alex. You made me forget what I was going to ask her. Damn it. Oh, will you eat the pineapple pizza if it's there and free? Or are you yeah. that against it? Okay, oh, of course. Please. If it's one that's available, I'm going to eat it. Okay, there you I'm go. Not that one's going on TikTok. Hey, everybody, go file. Go, go follow Island Time Photography. She'll eat anything that's free. <laughs> it's okay. I'll deal with it. Well, speaking of eating things, uh, do you eat largemouth bass? I don't believe I've ever had one before. It's right. delicious. It tastes better than anything you catch out the ocean. If, if it's cooked right. Well, I mean, deep fried. Right. How the fuck else would you eat fish? Look, out I of the fresh water. With fresh water, of eating fresh water fish, and I didn't like it. Yeah. I prefer a, fr- a fish out of the salt. Well, if you go baking freshwater fish, you have fucked up. And it is going to be an enjoyable experience. And that's how Paul uh, gained 5,000 pixels when he started the show, was by frying everything. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Foil with a little bit of butter. That'll, that'll, yeah, you can cook any fish in that. You'll be all right. Uh-huh. Except so, for freshwater fish. Speaking of something that's uh, tough to cook, um, <laughs> Chandler, have you uh, ever eaten beaver? No, I've not. I wouldn't okay. diss it. I would try it. It's delicious. You should, when you come inland and you said you got some family inland, if they country enough, I'm sure they can find a beaver. Good eating. <laughs> They're hoity hoity, is what we would call them. Oh, oh so they, they ain't eating beaver? Probably not. Wait, wait. Inland people are hoity-toity or, or your family? My family. Oh, okay. <laughs> My family that is inland. Gotcha. All right. So, well, so, think... they got a, so they got a big house inland and one on the beach. Oh, and one on the outer beach. They got two they houses, got the two, one they the job. two house people? Back in the day, my, yes. Back in the day, uh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so all right. <laughs> Well, I think that was all the questions, right, Jabberhammer? You're going to correct me? Did I cover them all? I don't know. I, I thought you... I how, fucking did. All the shit you write down, Alex, to, to ask, and the one thing that you don't write down is the most important part. Let me go. Crocs, flops, pineapple. You spend more on a rod or a reel, Chandler. Oh. The, the rod. That's a saltwater answer. I mean, uh, I'll what my budget is, but sometimes a reel would be better because it drags. Other times, I'd rather have more of a soft tip. 
I love it when we got salt again. The saltwater folks throw us off, and it's great. I'm glad that we were able mm-hmm. to uh, throw the because uh, again, bass and bruise. I mean, by bass we mean fish. We mean the outdoors. Uh, exactly. Actually, you guys are our first show of the year, right? And you guys are going to kick off uh, a set of three episodes that are not in our normal wheelhouse. So I feel honored. Yeah, we feel honored. <laughs> it, 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 y'all be y'all awesome. should be. Y'all should be. It's yeah, going to be awesome be because when the end of the year kegger show happens this year at 2023, the I'll question is going to be asked, who was the first episode of 2023? And it's going to be you. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, it feels so special. Yeah, you got that internet <laughs> fame unless uh, the show eventually burns to the ground and we get canceled. I won't let that happen. Well, Alex <laughs> is taking, Alex is taking your know, resumes for another co-host, so... It'll probably shit the bed shortly after he hires somebody else. I might be hiring something for me. No, it's not real. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't doing this. I'm not doing this shit with nobody else. You can fucking forget that. What happens if I could just get a cut out of me and then have somebody else have to, like, stand behind it? Well, you have to make sure that it is life size so that, Shut uh, up, motherfucker. so that the microphone, <laughs> so your eyes are below the microphone, and then I can deal with that. Chandler, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great. Oh, Hang out a minute. You, no, uh, you're done, Paul. Stop. Sandwiches, done, Paul. sandwiches, sandwiches, sandwiches. Oh, my God. Jeez. Hold on. Time out. Alex, you can't say shit. This motherfucker almost ended the podcast uh, asking the one question that you have to ask in this show that is the one question you have to ask this hey, this question's Bruce podcast your weekly yeah. distraction from quality content this is why all right every, sandwiches. every great fisherman loves a good sandwich so, so so what are your top three sandwich proteins pepperoni fuck yeah Prosciutto. Ooh, fancy. And some kind of good ham. Y'all rich. Prosciutto and good ham? I I like me a good Italian sub. We get a discount, so it don't count. I can't believe I almost fucked that up. Before you fill it off, I want to ask, talk about bass fishing. What's your favorite top water lure to use? I don't, if you would come in front of the camera, it'd be much easier to hear you. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> Damn, he got don't a whole wardrobe change. What, what is this? He's got a whole wardrobe change? Goddamn, <laughs> Justin Beaver. But you put clothes back on. When I get in the shower, I've got on like my drawers and nothing else. Well, he did I mean, that I, earlier. I, we saw Chandler's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite topwater lure is is a spook the walking bait but I, I like the spook the uh super spook or super spook junior that's the one that i usually go towards i love those two i'll fish them I like, year round i like a popper um and then if it's salt water i actually like a popper still like striped bass on a popper is money there's uh, we, we talk about poppers they work awesome for speckled trout too yep yeah, we don't have a lot of that here in Jersey. You guys keep uh, killing that fishery down there so they won't come up. But uh... <laughs> Sorry, it, it, has, it has nothing I'm to do joking. with your just polluted joking. with your polluted inlands. We have 
clean water down here. It has here. nothing to do with North Carolina. It has to do with Virginia. Those bastards have been uh, annihilated. This might start a little controversy, but the Chesapeake Bay Foundation saved the bag. It's, they haven't done anything to help at all except collect money. And yep. that's where I'm going Y'all have a good night. Hello. Justin Bieber. Hey. Thank you, everybody. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Chandler, hold on a minute. Uh, we, we, we've got a green room thing real quick. Uh, but before we leave, the most important part of the show. 